Well, good morning and welcome to Big Skin Brunch uh, here on Wise Sports Radio. The Pig Skin Brunch is brought to you every week uh, here on Wise Sports Radio by the good folks at Mars Hill University, education that moves mountains. I'm Charlie Metcalf. Caroline is here producing the show. We've got a new phone system. We hope everything's going to go smooth here on week eight. It's beginning to feel like fall outside. There's leaves. There's uh, a dip in temperature. And there were great high school football games last night, uh, uh, some historic ones. A game that you heard here on Wise Sports Radio was the Asheville High Cougars traveling to Skyland to take on the T.C. Robertson Rams uh, in a, a, a game that had major playoff implications uh, in the WMAC 4A. And in that, uh, the Rams come out on top 41-13. to uh, Other games uh, of note, uh, a clash of undefeateds uh, at Mills River. The Pisgah Bears invaded Mills River. Uh, West Henderson 7-0, and Pisgah. Six and zero going in, but uh, the winner uh, in in that in convincing fashion, the West Henderson Falcons thirty to ten over Pisgah. Uh, another excellent kind of uh, a game uh, that has major playoff implications every year in, in the in the Smoky Mountain Conference is uh, Robinsville and Murphy. And last night, Robinsville comes out uh, on top twenty six twenty one. Uh, and so those are big-time kind of games uh, uh, in Western North Carolina. Also in Western North Carolina, the Brevard Blue Devils, who have emerged uh, as the leader in, in that conference, uh, it appears, uh, had took a 28-21 to victory over Chase. Uh, and uh, so Brevard kind of uh, may be the team to beat in their conference uh, in a close Smoky Mountain game. Cherokee beat Andrews 21-20 in overtime. Uh, McDowell uh, getting hitting their stride now is a 38-0 winner over Inca. Uh, A.C. Reynolds hitting their stride right now, a 45-3 winner over Irwin. Uh, North Henderson uh, comes out over Franklin 31-10 uh, in a, another exciting kind of game. Uh, Hendersonville 41 East Rutherford 35 in overtime. In a in a two A battle, Drawn beats Madison 57 to seven. Mountain Heritage uh, beats Avery 45 to seven. Rosman in a huge uh, story here uh, breaks a 40 game losing streak and are victorious over Owen 48 to 21. Uh, and so hats off to to, uh, to the the Rosman Tigers uh, uh, for that win. Swain County in a tough game uh, with Hayesville overcomes some turnovers and wins twenty one to thirteen. Tuscola rolls big over East Henderson forty one to nothing. Uh, in private schools, uh, Asheville School thirty five, Covenant Day zero. Uh, Charlotte Christian uh, beats. Christ School seventeen to six uh, moves Christ School to one and five. Uh, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Asheville Christian Academy uh, hosts uh, uh, or is at High Point Christian and goes down seventy four to nothing. Other games uh, that uh, are around the state uh, that were uh, implications of people that that Mountain teams play or could play in the playoffs. Kings Mountain beat South Point twenty eight to fourteen. Freedom beat South Caldwell 37-30. RS Central beat Patton 33-6. Crest beats North Gaston 36-0. Watauga remains undefeated with a 41-34 win over Alexander Central. And Burns uh, is over Thomas Jefferson 70-0, which evokes Pat Ryan's uh, line every week would be, how you? Why do you want to do the third president of the United States like that? Uh, Thomas Jefferson uh, having a rough year in, in a game that that is just almost unbelievable out there. Uh, there was a game last night, Pender County and Hobton, and the amazing score, one hundred and six to eighty three. And you think is that a football score or a basketball score? But 
Pinner County beats Hobton 106-83. to And there were, the game was called with a minute to go because the lights went out in the stadium. And it was probably from the overload uh, uh, on the scoreboard with all those touchdowns scored. 189 points, the North Carolina record uh, um, for uh, points scored in a high school football game. Uh, just really unbelievable. And so some big-time kind of uh, uh, games in Western North Carolina last night. And we're going to start off with uh, uh, Court Radford, the coach at Asheville High Cougars, uh, who leads us off every week. Uh, we've got a lot of folks to talk to uh, here uh, in, uh, in in our two hours. Uh, a dozen coaches coming through, uh, some folks uh, that – had big wins and tough losses last night, and they're going to tell us what happened, how, how those games went down. Uh, uh, and we'll talk with, first with Court Radford and then Jonathan Crumpton of Tuscola. Uh, we'll also talk with uh, uh, Jamie Eckstein of Madison uh, and Jim Beatty of uh, North Henderson. Uh, we'll talk with Mike, Michael Se- Mike Sexton uh, of Inca and J.D. Dinwiddie uh, uh, of the T.C. Robertson Rams, and we're joined now by Court Radford uh, of the Asheville High Cougars. Coach, how are you doing today? Well, we've got a new phone system, and we're trying to, to hook up here uh, with Coach uh, Court Radford uh, of the Asheville High Cougars. Uh, we'll, we'll try to reach him back then, uh, and again, we don't know if this is uh, phone system things or what, but we'll try to We'll try to reach Coach uh, Radford. One of the things that happened in high school football this past week is uh, the ruling came down that was expected a little bit. The Newburn Bears won the 4A state championship last year, and uh, they were ruled to have had uh, ineligible players last year and this year. And so that 4A state championship was vacated from last year, and – their victory over Reynolds, uh, I mean, over um, uh, Grimsley uh, was vacated. It does not make Grimsley the state champion, though. Uh, uh, what they decided to do is just leave the state championship void and improve Grimsley's record by one game. Uh, but uh, but so Newburn ends up uh, uh, forfeiting all their games last year and vacating the state for a championship they also forfeited all their games this year uh and so uh uh breaking kind of news that that came down uh, in the last couple days from north carolina north carolina high school athletic association uh, a special uh recognition here to the rosman tigers uh tyra allen is their uh, new football coach and they've got better every week uh, out there and were victorious last night over Owen, forty-eight to twenty-one. Uh, it breaks a forty-game. Uh, it breaks a forty-game uh, losing streak for them. Uh, and he's a Mars Hill uh, uh, alum, and uh, it, it's homecoming at Mars Hill today. And so, if he's out there, he'll have a little extra pep in his step. I'm sure. Uh, uh, and, and so congratulations to Coach Allen and the Rosman Tigers. Uh, we're now going to be joined on the D.C. Creaseman Wise Lines by Court Radford, the head football coach of Asheville High Cougars. Coach, are you with us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can, yes, yes. Uh, All right. We're, we're breaking in a new phone system, and you know how that goes. Uh, we appreciate you being with us this morning. Uh, uh, you guys got off to a good start uh, in the game, but – Overall, it was a tough night for the Cougars, wasn't it? It was. It was. Uh, TC has a very good football team. Yeah, you know, they're well coached, and uh, and they got a they got a few kids that are different. Uh, they got a few kids that are different. Reno Jeter is a ball player. You know, the PJ kid, uh, Dinwiddie back there at quarterback. Have him being able to check plays at the line, you know, and be able to make adjustments is is hard at the high school level. You know, yeah. he does a great job, and and defensively, they're they're. They're solid. They're strong. They're a good football team, and they're well coached. And like I said, we started off, we started off well. Um, you had a, one of our senior linebackers get hurt. Um, you know, he's he's okay for those people listening. That 
everything's okay with them. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's tough when uh, we got a lot of youth on the field that uh, that you're playing an offense that requires, you know, eye discipline and, and doing things right over and over and over again. So uh, so they they definitely got us last night. And, and Coach, just to, for, for folks that don't know, Ben Blevins, uh, uh, your linebacker, uh, was hurt, was the game delayed for 30 minutes, had to be taken off in the ambulance. Is the report good on him today? The report is good. The report is good. I actually got to see him speak with him last night uh, after the game. So he, he is, he's in good spirits. He's definitely obviously shaking up a little bit, but uh, but he's going to be okay. And, and Coach, the, the game started well for you. You drove down on the first on your first drive. Uh, Josh Ellis scores on a four yard yard run. But talk about that drive and 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 how you attack that really really good defense that TC has. Well, I, mean, I think part of it is we're trying to get back to our identity offensively at Asheville, um, and, and you know we're trying to get back into a strong run game. And, you know, and I thought we I thought we had that last night. Like I said, yeah, you like TC and their in their defensive box because they're very strong. Uh, and, you know, and, and they they don't miss a lot of fits. Uh, I tried to trap them early, but their defense line don't get upfield. You know, yeah. they, they, they do a lot of things right. So, uh, you know, but I thought our running backs in our offensive line, you know, we made some adjustments, uh, you know, moved some kids around a little bit. Um, and, and I thought they played well. I think we ended up, you know, rushing for, you know, 235, 240 yards, you know, which is uh, probably a season high for us. So, I, I mean, I, I was very pleased with our running game. That that uh, That is a good job against that defense. Coach, they're not big. I mean, they don't have six five kind of linemen, but they are are so fast and quick and strong. Their front seven is really really good. I thought when I saw them up close and personal. Uh, I think that's the key word that you said is they're strong. You know, they're strong, uh, and that's one thing I know that we have to adjust. You know, at Ashville's we gotta get stronger. Um, and I know, you know, part of getting stronger is getting older. Uh, you know, but. Uh, I think everything's got to be reevaluated, uh, and I know one thing that we have got to do to compete at a higher level is we've got to get stronger. Um, and you know, TC, uh, very, very strong. You know, and you know, I truly believe the game of football starts in the weight room. You know, and, yeah. and I think TC, uh, those kids believe in that, um, and it shows. And coach, this may be the best TC team they've had in in, in a long, long time. Their last conference championship was 2004, but they're a formidable kind of uh, force in the WMAC this year. They are. They're a good football team. Uh, they are a very good football team. It's, you know, probably come down between them and Reynolds, uh, and that'll be a good football game. Uh, you know, they, both those teams, well coached, play hard, uh, have tough kids. You know, that'll be a good game. And, and coach, you then uh, have to follow this up. Uh, uh, with uh, a McDowell team uh, coming to Asheville that is looks like just now hitting their stride, getting people back and and all and and what do you know about McDowell? Uh, not much, <laughs> not much. Uh, you know, I know they had a big win last night. I know they had a big win the week before. Uh, so you know, I know they'll come up with a lot of confidence uh, this week. And I know you know my kids are a little dejected right now. They're a little down um, and. Hadn't necessarily been the easiest of seasons for us, you know, and you know, part of it could be my fault with putting them through the ringer uh, with a hard non-conference schedule. Um, you know, I think every every team we've lost to is a really good football team, uh, yeah. you know, and yeah, you know, I just hope that we can kind of get our confidence back a little bit uh, because this, you're going to have a very confident McDowell team, you know, coming to our place, you know, for senior night uh, this week. In uh, in coach, you move the ball. I understand. Every possession you had, you had a first down. It wasn't like you were going three and out. It was just hard to sustain against that Robertson defense. That's kind of been the story of our year. Uh, you know, we, we moved the ball, and then it's a you know one critical mistake, and it's never the same person. <laughs> you know, it's just one critical mistake where you either get behind the chains with a penalty, you know, or uh, you know a negative run play or a sack. You know, you, you just have something that throws you off in the drive, and we're just haven't been able to overcome that this year. Uh, I think we've been able to move the ball uh, against most of the teams that we've played, uh, but our ability to finish drives uh, has, has really lacked uh, so far this year, and that's going to continue to be a point of emphasis. You know, we're not giving in. We're not giving up. We've got three games 
guaranteed games left. Yeah, we're still ranked 29th in RPI. One of the things is, is finishing drives. Yeah. Well, Coach, it, it, like I say, those nights happen. Uh, uh, you come up on the short end of that, but uh, – uh, you, you do have three games remaining against McDowell and North Buncombe and Inca and, and still playoff uh, loom out there, uh, uh, especially with the really nice RPI you have because of the tough schedule you've played. And so uh, it's one of those things you just regroup and go from here. Is that it? Uh, hit the reset button and let's let's play hard uh, in the last three games and see what happens. It is. It is. I mean, I told him, you know, afterwards, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm committed to this thing. You know, there's a difference between being committed and being interested, you know, and I'm, I'm committed. Uh, and committed people don't like being around interested people. And interested people don't like being around committed people, you know. And so, you know, I challenge them to, you know, stay committed to the process and be true to it. And, you know, let's trust that the good results will come if, we're, if our commitment, you know, stays strong. Coach, one of the positive things that I understand from last night, once again, uh, Kaheem Plummer ran the ball well for you, didn't he? Yeah, can, yeah, I'm sorry. Can, I, I understand Kaim Plummer ran the ball well for you. He did. He did. He's a special running back. Um, you know, it's, it's hard for, for one guy to bring him down. You know, I think he ended up with you know, 125 yards on, on 15 carries. Um, and uh, he, he runs the ball hard. Um, and he played all defense all night, too, at outside linebacker. You know, and so – Kyan Plummer's a stud. He's, He's a player. Stud. Say a word. He just shows up to work and works. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time visiting with us, and uh, a good luck in practice this week as you prepare for senior night. Asheville traditionally plays well on senior night uh, at home. Well, I hope we can keep that going. We're good, Coach, me too. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you, you taking time with us. All right, Charlie, I appreciate you. Thank you. That's Court Radford on the D.C. Creaseman Weiss lines here on the Pigskin Brunch, brought to you each and every week by Marshall University Education that moves mountains. We're going to be joined next on the D.C. Creaseman Wise lines by Jonathan Crumpton, the head football coach of the Tuscola Mountaineers. Coach, are you with us? Yes, sir. Hey, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Good. You guys, uh, we're we're, uh, uh, we're working with the new phone system here, and so uh, uh, we we hope everything's going to go fine here. But you guys rolled last night, a uh, big victory over East Henderson. Uh, tell us how that game went down. Oh no, it was it was a a good game. We we came out early and you know did what we set out to do as far as just trying to get a get a lead early on so we can essentially focus on ourselves. East Henderson did a, a great job of uh, competing and, and had a couple uh, blitzes ready for us, which was, you know, um, good for our guys to be able to see and uh, and block properly and well. So, I mean, overall, we, we played well, but, you know, got to give, you know, got to give credit to East Henderson for, for uh, showing up and, and not quitting and fighting all the way till the end because that, that's what a good program does and, now I think they're on the right track for the future. Well, Coach Colton Brackett, a good guy we talked to on, on Wise Guys uh, several times uh, early on. And, and again, his first year, things uh, you know have to be built. Just like it's your first year and, and you're building things, Coach, as you go along, how do you like the progress of where you're at with the Mountaineers right now? Uh, I like where we're at, um, just as far as our – our kids understanding what what our what we preach our standard and, and our culture is and and those things. I mean, the kids are are doing a tremendous job with that. And you know, it's it's really hard to ask for much more than what they're giving us at the moment, as far as emotionally and you know, uh, football's football and with the physicality, you can never predict an injury and and those things. So the our you know the next man up, you know, mindset. I guess you'd say is the, the kids have embraced that and. And are you know doing everything you can and playing well and and uh, hopefully we're just trying to hit a stride. And coach, last week your defense stopped the run big time against North, but you gave up some big plays. That didn't happen last night, did it? 
No, no, our guys, they, like I said, they, they played well. They answered, answered the call, so to speak, and, and did what they were asked to do. And um, that's all you can ask for. And coach, in the past, in, in, in games, you've had a good mix between run and pass. Did you have that last night? Yeah, no, we did. We did. We, uh, we're always looking to, to try to, you know, see what our best quote unquote game plan is and, and go from there. And the guys, you know, knew what we were going set out to accomplish. And, and we did that. And, and coach, it brings up the, the game, uh, uh, Citizen Times wrote an article a couple weeks ago about five games in Western North Carolina that, that are must-see kind of games. Uh, and, and, of course, on that list has to be the Pivska-Tuscola game uh, Friday the 13th uh, at, at Weatherby Stadium there in Waynesville. Coach, talk about the intensity of that rivalry. Oh, it, it was huge, especially in the community. And um, it means a lot. It's, you know, a 300-day bragging right for for a lot of people and and rightfully so so i mean you know we've got a work cut out for us it's a really good uh really good Pisgah team and, and an opponent um you know we're looking to hopefully have a really good crowd i know our community here is excited so we're looking to have a good atmosphere and uh you know and for us just put the best product on the field that we can put out there and and go from there and coach there's crazy things that happen in rivalry games Two years ago, Pisgah was a 10-win team and has to block a, a field goal at the end to, to beat Tuscola. Last year, Tuscola is a 10-win team and has to go double overtime to beat Pisgah. Is that just something that happens in rivalry games, or is it something special about that game in particular? No, I mean, it's not just here. It's every rivalry game. I mean, there's everywhere has their – their rival and and you know big opponent and every when that happens you know both teams play uh, a little extra hard the community's behind both teams so you know like I said we're just looking to have a good atmosphere and and uh, and let the chips fall they fall in the sense of we're going to go put the best product on the field and I know they are too and uh, you know we've got a, a community bonfire and parade this evening at five thirty in uh, in Waynesville so that's going to be re- that'll be a, a really fun special event for us to attend and. And, and just get ready for get ready for Friday night. One of the things that you play high school athletics for is you make memories for a lifetime. There are going to be a lot of lifetime memories uh, of this week and this game, year in year out. Not going to be any exception this year, is there? No, no. It's it's every year's a, its own special year and unique uh, details behind it. Uh, you know, for that senior class. So, you know, we're just looking to make sure that we do everything we can to help send our seniors out in the way that they need to be sent out. Well, Coach, it sounds like, you know, it's it's going to be a heck of an exciting game and, and they're going to cut, you know, shut down Haywood County and, and everybody's going to be in Waynesville for that football game next week. And uh, we appreciate you uh, spending some time with us here this morning on Pigskin Brunch. I appreciate it. Thank you and have a great rest of your week. Yeah, thank you. You too, Coach. That's Jonathan Crumpton, the head football coach at Tuscola Mountaineers. Big 41-0 winners over East Henderson uh, uh, last night. And uh, Pigskin Brunch is brought to you on Wise Sports Radio by the good folks at Mars Hill University, education that moves mountains. Somebody that knows something about Mars Hill University is Jamie Eckstein, the coach of the Madison High Patriots. Coach, how are you doing today? Uh, a little tired. Long ride. Yeah, <laughs> and coach, it's it's amazing to see before your eyes. Drawn's becoming. You you went down to Drawn last night and and came up on the short end of the stick. But Drawn's becoming the power of your conference, aren't they? They they really are. They're uh, they're they're big. They're physical. They're fast. Uh, you know they got they got all the tools. They got it. You know they can throw the football. They can run the football and. Defensively, they're just they're getting really solid. They're putting putting the pieces together. And coaching, looking at them, their quarterback who's six five or six six or seven foot. I mean, he's a great big kid, and they're running back really good. Uh, uh, did, did, were they the ones that powered them last night? It really was. It was their running back, Nigel Dool. Really, you know, he's he's what makes them tick. Uh, Tillery's a great quarterback, but. You know, with their running game, it's you know they're solid both ways. And and Nigel, man, he's he's gotten even bigger and stronger than he was last year. And it's uh, 
he's fun to watch, except you don't want to be on the other end of that. <laughs> you don't want to watch him from the opposite sideline. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and coach, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you would then enter into a, a portion of the schedule to where you are, you can compete, uh, against, uh, you know, some folks. And so you have Avery at home next week. Uh, tell me what you know about Avery. Uh, they're, uh, they're getting better every week too. You know, their, their quarterback didn't play early in the year, the Stafford kid, and, uh, he's back now. And, uh, you know, that, that makes them a, uh, a better threat to, to play against. I mean, he's, he's a good quarterback and, uh, you know, he just makes them better. So, we're going to have to get really, really tough on defense and, and you know try to slow him down. Uh, but they're, you know, they're getting better every week, and that, and that's the key. I mean, they're well coached, and uh, uh, you know, just I think it's going to be a good matchup between two teams that are, are pretty equal with each other. And, and coach, you still got playoffs looming out there, and it'll come down to the last week of the season, uh, you against Owen. Uh, in that game, you'll have to travel to Owen. You've got two home games coming up here, and of course your home games are are being played at Mars Hill University because of the problem with your uh, bleachers in your stadium. Uh, is that still going really well for you? Oh, it is. Uh, you know, we we still I mean, Mars Hill is great, and you know our kids like that atmosphere. Of course, they want to play at their own home stadium too. And, sure. Uh, you know, but. You know, they what a what an atmosphere it is to play there, uh, and it, you just can't. It's a good college atmosphere. Even the teams that come in enjoy playing there. You know, it's it's a it's a different atmosphere. And coach, let me ask you a question here. Uh, I understand one of your home games. I don't know if it's this one or the next one is going to be Rex Wells' night uh, for the Patriots. It is. Uh, we're going to have a dress right dress like Rex night and. You know how Rex dresses, and we love that guy so much. And it's you know we're just trying to honor him, and it, it, you know he's a special guy, and uh, he's been in this business a long time, and he's he's really uh, you know helped a lot of kids along the way, and we just want to honor him a little bit. And coach, that is the truth. Uh, he's done it forever and ever, and, and helped a million kids and coaches. Now, is that going to be your game against Avery, or is that going to be the game against Mountain Heritage? Uh, that'll be uh, against uh, Mountain Heritage, and that's you know that's another special night. That's that's a yeah. big rivalry game for us. Huge, and, it is. You know, it is. It really is. It so we're going to try to enjoy that one. You're getting on down the road. That's that's October the the twentieth, and if they're dressing like Rex Wells, they're going to have shorts on now. No matter <laughs> yes, how are. cold, <laughs> it does it. He's always going to have those shorts on. And, uh, we. We love that guy so much. (laughs) Coach, I I love him too. I worked with him for a dozen years and known him forever and and just a good guy. And I wish I could be there in that night, uh, Coach. And uh, I appreciate you spending time with us uh, here. And and I hope you have a great week of practice and uh, and getting ready for uh, Avery. And, uh, uh, again, I hope you can finish the season strong as you push toward the playoffs, Coach. Well, I appreciate it, and that's that's what you got to do with a young team. You just got to keep pressing forward and getting better every week, and uh, hopefully that good things will happen to us. Well, Coach, we always appreciate you joining us here on Pigskin Brunch, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next week to find out how things came down with Avery. All right, thank you. Thank you. That's Jamie Eckstein, the head football coach at Marshall Patriots, uh, here on the D.C. Creaseman Wise Lines. And next we're going to be joined – by the head football coach of the North Henderson Knights, Jim Beatty. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, Coach. How are you? Good, good. You're a big good. winner last night, 31-10 to 10 over Franklin. Coach, that's a good win. Yeah, yeah, it was a good win for, for the kids, uh, coach and staff, and, and the whole program. Um, you know, Franklin's always big and physical, and uh, I thought we, we came out. And um, you know, matched uh, how physical they usually are, and, and running the ball, and um, you know, had good things happen, and defense uh, continuing to play um, really, really well. Um, you know, and stopping their their big thing, which is which is running the ball now. So, uh, you know, proud of the team, proud of the coaches, and uh, proud of our uh, 
community for coming out and, and supporting us last night. And coach, that was a home game for you. And you know, Franklin is is Franklin. They're a physical yep. team. They're going to run downhill at you. But you, coach, you must have handled that pretty good to hold them to ten points. Uh, yeah, I thought we. I thought, again, I, I thought the defense got after them. They, we, you know, we knew what they were going to do. They're all about running downhill, um, ISO counter, um, the stretch, um, G play, and uh, you know, we were. Got, got downhill, um, made tackles in the backfield, made tackles in the line of scrimmage. They had some, you know, some some runs um, of five or, or six yards, but the very next play with the run, it we just, you know, were able to stop them. And uh, once we got used to just coming downhill with our linebackers, because again, you know, this this conference, everything is. So we were playing a spread team last week. Um, everything's, you know, uh, throwing or um, you know, running side to side and. Uh, it just took us a few few minutes to get our, our linebackers to run downhill and attack the fullback the way way you need to when you play Franklin and and they did. Uh, I thought our D line played really well. Um, they, you know, they were doing things that that we had not seen them do on film and and much of and it's training the tight end, um, trying to uh, uh, run away from uh, our defensive end Reese Meadows and. Uh, trying to get the uh, tight end switch. So, um, you know, we made an adjustment to to run with the tight end, and then, uh, you know, that was that helped. And, uh, you know, from then on, it was just uh, defense stuff with them. And uh, offensively, we, you know, we got the running game back again this week. Uh, we uh, decided to, to – we wanted to do a um, big effort this week of trying to run the ball, and we did. And, um, you know, we just five, six, seven yards of carry – uh, we only threw the ball twice this this week. Uh, uh-huh. Where last week we were having to throw it all over the place, it felt like. And uh, this week we got our running game going and didn't need the passing game. Last week we needed the the passing game and and couldn't get the running game going. So uh, it's good that we're we're figuring out ways to uh, to get wins. And coach, that's what I was going to ask you last week. Your big forty two to thirty two win over Tuscola. You had difficulty running the ball, but you had all these great big big plays uh, through the passing game. And, and last night it looked like, you know, the run game. Mason Gasperson scored two touchdowns. Uh, Zion Fultroy Mc, uh, McDaniel had two touchdowns, including an 80-yarder. Uh, did did you yep. share the load in the run game? Uh, apparently, you know, you two backs with two touchdowns each. Yeah, we you know, they've been our two, back, two tailbacks all year long, and, we, you know, we started out the season getting them going, and uh, you know we start out with Zion. He's a senior, and um, he would when, as soon as any plays defense, just like Mason. So Zion gets a couple of series, and then he he needs a break. So Mason goes in, and and uh, you know there's no drop off. Uh, both are are extremely talented running backs, and um, you know last week it was it was difficult. We you know didn't have a very good uh, signal with the with the huddle sideline for whatever reason. Couldn't tell. Um, exactly what they were doing until we, you know, got back and started watching a film. But, you know, they were putting four four guys between the uh, guard and the center, and we weren't able to get all four of those guys blocked with just the, those three. And um, so, uh, you know, this week um, we we knew where they were at, and we, we were able to have the HUD the sideline set up and going and uh we made adjustments um when we needed to but uh i tell you the both running backs they just they were going downhill um even the 80 yard run by zion he he hit it up in a gap made a good good cut off of uh um our right tackles uh block and just scored it on out of there for for 80 yards and uh you know mason's the same way he just he hits the hole hard and you know, is able to see some some cutbacks, but if he doesn't, he's going to lower his shoulder and just try to run over you. And, you know, last night we just we were running the ball so well we didn't need to throw, so we only threw two passes. One was an incomplete pass, and then the other one was uh, um, a deep pass um, that probably we shouldn't have called, but um, we did. And he threw an interception, but uh, Keith Payne made a made an excellent uh, recovery and knocked the ball out on the tackle and we were able to recover it there so you know no harm no foul and uh, from then on we just started just running the ball and pounding them and 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 you know got 31 points and in, in the victory so 
it was good. Coach, it sounds like it was good. And you're five and two now. You go to East Henderson next week. Uh, the, they're the last of your Henderson County games. Uh, that ends up being big for you guys, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, you know we're it's a huge rivalry uh, just because of proximity. Um, all the schools in Henderson County they're they're just big rivalries because of the proximity. I mean everybody's just you know a few miles away. Um, but we're clo- we're a little bit closer to to east, um, and uh, so that's that makes the rivalry a little bit more more sweet. So um, it's going to be a big game. A lot of people will be there, and uh, you know they're trying to get their first win. But we we've, we've got to continue to uh, get better. Um, it's a conference game, also, so um, you know another another chance to try to get a win and get to uh, three and two in the conference and six and two overall. Well, coach, we appreciate you spending some time with us here on. Uh, the pigskin brunch and uh, I hope you have a great week of practice and we'll look forward to catching up with you next week to see how your game with East Henderson plays out uh, season. I'm Charlie Metcalf. Caroline is here producing the show and running everything and uh, keeping us straight. And the pigskin brunch is brought to you each and every Saturday morning by Mars Hill University education that moves mountains. Today's uh, homecoming at Mars Hill, uh, the big festivities there at Mir stadium, uh, uh, as they take on Erskine, uh, good, it would be a good day uh, for the Lions out there on homecoming. A uh, good day last night for Pender County. Uh, if you didn't hear at the top of the show, uh, Pender County uh, beat Hobson last night 106-83 to in a high school football game. The most incredible thing uh, I've ever heard of uh, uh, sets the North Carolina record for total points. So if you think your defense played bad, uh, how would you like to give up 83 points and still win? Uh, uh, Just a really incredible kind of thing. Uh, uh, But uh, uh, closer to home, uh, we're joined now on the D.C. Creaseman Wise Lines by the head football coach of the Inca Jets, uh, Mike Sexton. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm doing okay, Charlie. How are you? Good. Can you believe somebody could score 189 points total in a high school football game? Uh, that is a lot of points. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen anything like that before. Coach, when you were at Irwin, you guys had some high-powered uh, uh, games. I remember seeing you one time against Reynolds, and you scored 60 in the first half in the best half of football I've ever seen in my life. But I cannot imagine somebody scoring 106 points in a football game. No, they're, they're, that would be hard to do on air. Yeah, yeah, it, it really would. would. be. And, Coach, mm-hmm. your your game last night with McDowell, you, you got McDowell at the exact wrong time. They're getting people healthy and getting people back and and hitting their stride. Uh, uh, McDowell is pretty good for a team, aren't they? They are. Uh, you know, we went into that one, you know, thinking it was a pretty good matchup. After, you know, after a couple of weeks, three weeks really that we've come off of, and uh, you know, it was just disheartening to see us, you know, not do better you know, and make a better showing against them. But, you know, give credit to McDowell. They executed, made plays, and, uh, you know, played pretty well on defense too. And and McDowell – but McDowell runs the ball so well. uh, They had a running back that had 125 yards and two touchdowns last night. Uh, Another one had uh, 128 yards. Uh, Did they just pound you? Is that that what ended up happening? It was a little bit of both, you know. We we could we'd make a play and get them, you know, behind the chains, and then we'd miss a tackle or they'd play action, and you know, we'd drop a ball. Just kind of, you know, in order to win football games, you just have to make plays. You know, for <laughs> all the plays in the game, we just we're really inconsistent, you know, defensively and offensively, and you know, you're just not going to win, you know, when that happens, and we just got to keep working we've got three games left on the schedule and uh we just got to play better to be in those games and coach you come back home next week against north buncombe uh that ought to be a good game i mean that's a good matchup between you and north buncombe uh, uh don't you think it should be and uh you know just 
as far as apples to apples. You know, we're kind of built the same way. But, uh, again, we've got to be consistent. We've got to make plays, you know, defensively and offensively. And, uh, you know, in order to be in it, you know, North Buncombe, we follow them in the conference, so we've got to see all their conference games and stuff, and, and they do things well. You know, it's not it's not uh, uh, magic or anything special. They just play hard football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to match their intensity and tackle and get people on the ground and execute on offense to be in that game. In, in North Buncombe, uh, David Hines has done a really good job out there uh, they they look like the North Buncombe teams of old, hard nosed run the football. Uh, in, in what little bit I've seen them, they do. Yeah, you know, that, that's what they're doing. Uh, you know, they they came through the gauntlet too. You know, just like we did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then they played McDowell to a close game. And and you know how teenagers are. They look at things and they see what happened to us against McDowell and what they did to McDowell. And I'm sure their kids are saying, oh, boy, we've got this. So our (laughs) kids better come ready to play. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach, we appreciate you each and every week taking time for us. uh, And and we'll look forward to catching up with you next week and uh, seeing uh, how your game with North Buncombe went. All right. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Coach. That's Mike Sexton, uh, outstanding coach of the Inca Jets. a tough light night last night, uh, and uh, they then move on with their season. Somebody that did not have a tough night last night uh, is joining us next on DC Creaseman Wise Line, and that's JD Dinwiddie. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you all doing, Charlie? Good, good. You were a big time 41 to 13 winner over Asheville last night, and coach, it sounded like you guys rolled. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, they they uh, you know we talked on the phone the other day. You know, Asheville's definitely got some speed, some speed we hadn't seen um, in a few weeks. So you know, it took us about a, a one defensive series to kind of adjust to that speed. You know, they went right down and, and scored on us, went up six to nothing. They missed the extra point, and um, you know, we we got the ball back and answered right away. Uh, and uh, you know, honestly, offensively, we were we were clicking all night. I think we stalled out two times on downs, but uh, offensively, played really well. Defensively, you know, um, like I say, Asheville's talented, and they uh, you know they have some weapons and speed, so they they got us on a few things. But uh, I thought overall, we played really well. And, and coach, you mentioned Asheville goes down, scores on their first possession, and then you responded by scoring on your next four possessions. Uh, uh, That's pretty consistently uh, outstanding. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, our off, like I say, our offense, when it's, when it's clicking and our kids are are executing, you know, we're, we're hard to stop offensively. You know, we, I mean, my offensive line played tremendous last night. They were super physical. They were fast off the ball. And then our skill kids uh, did a great job uh, handling the ball and, uh, you know, we were just trying to be methodical and 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 just establish our dominance on in the trenches, and and I thought we did that on the offensive side of the ball. So that was nice to see. And coach, we talked uh, uh, this week about how diverse you guys are and how many weapons you have, uh, and it looked like uh, once again uh, they were on display last night. Uh, you spread the ball around. A lot of people did some things for you. Uh, Reno Jeter, two touchdowns uh, once again. Uh, Coach, he, he's having a great season for you, Edney. He? he is, uh, honestly, on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, he's our, one of our starting outside linebackers. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's just he's a, he's a workhorse. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a load to bring down. He's a really – he's a fantastic athlete. And uh, he's hard-nosed. So, you know, that's a great combination. But uh, – you know he's doing he's doing a great job for us, and, and I'm I'm happy that he's having the season he's having so far. And coach, the maybe the most impressive drive you had might have been the last one of the first half. You go 95 yards in two minutes to score right before the end of the half. I mean that's huge about momentum stuff. How did you guys do that, coach? Well, we, we uh, you know we we hit a couple we hit a couple uh, big runs and. Uh, you know, like say, you know, a lot of people think, you know, when when you're not in the spread, you can't go fast. But uh, 
you know, we do. I think our kids do a good job of of, of tempo and when we need to, and um, uh, that that was impressive, and and that was really important for the momentum of the game because you know we were getting the ball coming out of halftime, so we wanted to really be aggressive on that drive. We called a few things that uh, you know that maybe um, Asheville wasn't uh, expecting, and uh, you know we executed it well, but. That was an important drive to go up 27 to six at half, and and then because we knew we were getting the ball, so you know we thought that would be great for our momentum starting in the second half. So um, that was a huge drive for us, and our kids just executed it uh, perfectly. Coach, you and I visited this week uh, on the Wise Guys, and you know we talked about uh, you, your son Lex Dinwiddie quarterbacking and and taking care of you. One of the things Coach Radford says is is it makes it so tough because he can check everything at the line coach. Yeah. That's a valuable tool to have, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it's anything, any, you know, experience is, is a great, is a great asset. And, you know, two years ago, we weren't, we weren't going to be making those checks when he was just yeah. a young sophomore playing, but, uh, you know, he started to build on that last year. And, and now, you know, he, he sees things and he can, call things out when he needs to and you know we give him the freedom to do that but you know there's no there's no substitute for experience and you know we're just fortunate right now to have some experienced players on the offensive side of the ball and and we've got some experienced players on the defensive side of the ball that that communicate well and you know it's just you know we're sitting we you know we talked again you know I've got just such a great group I really love them and, and they uh you know like I say, they went through the fire a couple of years ago, but, you know, I think now, you know, they, they've done, I think that was a great uh, lesson for them a couple of years ago. And, you know, they want to, you know, build on what we started a couple of years ago. And I, and I'm happy to see that happening. And, and coach, you know, we talked about then Patrick Bohannon uh, has a son play. One of your assistant coaches has a son playing for you. Jason Stanley, one of your assistants, has a son playing for you. And then talking with Coach Radford this week, he was really complimentary of, of, of Cohen Bohannon, the, your linebacker, uh, about how well he fits and how well he's coached. He's played really well for you, hadn't he? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's just a, he's just a tough kid, um, you know, he he uh, he can do he can do it all for us. He's kind of like our a Swiss Army knife. Um, he can play B back if we need him to. We, he can play A back if we need him to. He can play wide receiver. Um, but he you know he's he's such a such a force on our defense. He's kind of the he's the he's the vocal guy. He's kind of the quarterback of our defense. He gets everybody lined up. He's smart. You know he's he does a great job preparing uh, preparing each week and uh, um, you know he he's. He's easy to coach, so you know that's a great combination. But uh, you know he's having a heck of a year for us, and uh, he's doing really well for us on the defensive side of the ball, along with all of those defensive players. My secondary played really well last night. You know we tackled well in the open field, like we had talked about on Thursday. We, I knew that that was going to be something we had to do, and I felt like we did that. And you know our defensive line is just uh, doing a great job. They kind of paved the way for our linebackers to make plays. So, it, you know, it's a it's a team effort. But uh, Cohen is having a heck of a season. And, uh, you know, the good thing is he's just a junior. So um, that helps too. <laughs> I'm sure that, that makes you feel uh, good about that, Coach. One of the things when talking with Coach Radford, you know, I talked about how I, I was so impressed with your front seven, how strong, how quick, uh, uh, how aggressive they were. And he talked about strength being a big thing. Uh, you've worked awful hard to get those kids as strong as they are, hadn't you? Well, I didn't really do a whole lot of work. They did. I, I, I tell them all the time, I've got the plan. You have to execute the plan. So they did all the hard work. Um, you I didn't lift any weights down. for them? I don't know. I don't know that my shoulder, my shoulders and knees can handle that anymore. But uh, no, they uh, they did all the work, and you know, all the credit goes to those to those young men um, for the work they've put in. And um, I was just kind of the orchestrator of it all. But they did all the work, and but you know, you know, to to compliment Asheville, I thought they they actually did a really good job last night. Uh, they had a really good scheme. You know, they ran the ball a little bit more than we thought they were going to. And 
they've got three backs that that can fly and that that run hard and you know are hard to bring down and I, I thought they get it did a really good job scheming us so they they got us a little bit in the run game that you know we didn't really expect so you know it was a good game plan um, on his part uh, on coach Radford's part and his staff's part um, you know we had a few we had some some issues uh, at times last night in the run game and uh, but you know we uh, been a couple times, but we we didn't break, and that was that was positive to see. And coach, you're the number one ranked team in Western North Carolina according to the Asheville System Times poll, uh, and uh, the game last night had huge implication for four A playoffs. Uh, this pretty much means you're going to be the one seed in the four A coming out of the WMAC with a home playoff. Uh, game in the first round doesn't it yeah i, I believe so uh you know yeah, but uh you know we're not done yet you know sure. we want to we, we want to keep going and uh you know we we have uh we have three pretty tough we have three tough games left and uh you know uh we're just gonna we're gonna keep doing what we're doing and hopefully the chips will fall where we hope they do and um you know we'll, we'll go from there <laughs> And coach, you go to Irwin next week, uh, and I know that's what your focus is on. But people like Mike Gore and myself, who like to look ahead and stir things up and all that, uh, look forward uh, to the the game uh, uh, that you're going to have in two weeks against AC Reynolds uh, uh, at your place. And coach, the last time TC Robertson's won an outright conference championship, I believe, is 2004. Uh, you beat Reynolds. That's that's going to give you conference championship, isn't it? It is, and you know that that is in the back of our minds. But uh, you know, we and we know it's going to. We had a great crowd last night, and uh, I think uh, if we take care of business uh, this coming week, and uh, Reynolds does the same, um, of course, I think they're off. They so. are, coach. They they got an extra week to prepare for, so I might have to come up with a few little tricks, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know 